Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for the latest episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, we'll take a look back at Sunday's loss in Houston. We'll hear from head coach Sean Payne and several players, plus Broncos lead writer Eric Delala joins the show for a game recap. All that and more coming up. Sunday's 22-17 loss in Houston. The Denver Broncos now sit at 6-6, six and six, but still remain in the playoff hunt. We heard from head coach Sean Payton today as he detailed his message to the team this morning. I think they all think the losses do. They feel that way. They're just disappointing. I think what I said to the team a little bit earlier was, um, you know, you're going to play 17 games, and, and man, are you going to be gunpowder ready for each one of those? I, I'm not so sure that you are. And yet yesterday's a game, despite how poorly we started, um, you're going to be frustrated when you watch the tape and you see the multiple opportunities we have. Um, but we let a guy run free, you know, early in the game on a punt rush. Uh, defensively, we're off the field in a gold, you know, in a red zone situation. We let a rookie bait us into a personal foul. That's four points. Um, Instead of finishing that game, needing a touchdown, we're kicking a field goal to win. Um, offensively, we talked about it, the communication. Um, the communication needs, it has to improve, especially on the road. Too many snaps where guys aren't ready or we didn't get the shift or we didn't get the call. And that that's, uh, that's troubling, especially this time of the year. Both center Lloyd Cushenberry and safety PJ Locke also spoke to the media today, and they added to that by detailing the team's resiliency as they look ahead to the remainder of the season. All year long, we said, you know, we were a tough group, a resilient group, and we've shown that, like you just said, in the next five games, man, we got to, you know, let's put up a shut up. We got to come out uh, with all of these wins to get in the playoffs, and once you get in, you know, um, you know, zero on zero, anything can happen. So, Look forward to that challenge and uh, getting it done. You know, just going through that type of adversity at the beginning of the season, you've been through it, you know how I feel, you know, the type type of mentality you got to have to get out of that situation, get out of that hole. And, um, you know, we show fight in the game. And honestly, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really not, I'm not, I'm really not worried. I, obviously, I'm disappointed that we lost. Um, you know, we ended the streak that we had, but I'm not, I'm not worried by any means just because, like I said, we as bad as we played, and it still came down to game winning drive. Man, that's 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 amazing, you know. And those type of games, when you you know minus three and takeaways, and you know those type of things, is you know most of the time you getting you getting beat down. And just for it to come down to game winning drive, man, and you know we we were you know eight yards away from winning the game. That's that's huge. And you know all the things that we see on film, man, it's, it's correctable. So I'm like I said, I'm not worried, man. I feel like we were heading in the right direction, and you know, we get those things fixed up, we'll, we'll be just fine. We'll be just fine. And looking at the offense's performance versus the Texans, both head coach Sean Payton and Lloyd Cushenberry talked today about the team's inability to convert on a third down in Houston. No, it's it's not good enough. Obviously, it's frustrating. You know, it's, it's a combination of a handful of things: protection, guys open, us not making a play. Um, but but I felt like the the, the yardage. Uh, the distances were were what we wanted, um, and yet you know we've got to be better in that area. Our, our third down plan obviously has got to be cleaner, um, but it, it wasn't a game where so many of them were third and long. I think we got to 
up front, we got to give them a little bit more time to see things down the field. Uh, that's what we didn't do yesterday. So that's, that's um, how I see it. I try to look inward at myself and our group. So that's what I think we can do. They also spoke on what the keys will be to being more productive in the passing game. Look, I think there's probably a combination of two or three things. I think it starts with protection. Uh, I think the communication's got to be on point. Um, we finished the game yesterday. The last play of the game, we leave a shift off. And so at the snap of the ball, you have three receivers that are trying to run a route, but they haven't shifted into their final formation. So it, my experience has always been it's the details. Um, it's the little things, and, and those things have to be better. Uh, I think it all starts with us up front. We got to give uh, Russ and our playmakers more time. Got to give them, have them more comfortable in the pocket. You know, there's times where pocket uh, wasn't good enough, so it all starts with us up front and uh, making sure he's able to you know, see things on the field. And uh, we got to be better for him. Plus, P.J. Locke spoke on Denver's defensive struggles in the first half. Yeah, I mean, we had some few communication issues. Um, I don't know. We just uh, I feel like we just kind of played sloppy in the first half. Um, you know, and that those led to big plays. I mean, even though we did pretty good on third down, the ones they had on third down were, you know, for the most part, big plays. And, you know, you can't – I want our, you know, team goals or what defensive goals were to eliminate the the passing game, you know, the big plays in the passing game. And, you know, we didn't do that. Uh, we gave up like five explosives. So um, anytime you do that, it's going to be hard to hard to win. Uh, you know, Nico Collins is a great receiver. And I want to say he went nine catches for 191, something like that. And, you know, three of those catches was like for 151. So, you know, you can, you can never win like that. You know, we're going to put ourselves in a big hole. And, and that's what we did. I mean, we kind of dug out of it a little bit, but, you know, we didn't do it just enough to win the game. So, um, yeah, we just can't do that. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio for a game recap is Broncos lead writer Eric Delala. Eric, thanks for joining me today. Got it, Sid. Yep. How we doing? How we feeling? Good. Nice to be back in nice Denver. Nice to be back. Yep. Exactly. The uh, the road trip continues this week, mm-hmm. but um, got to get back to work, got to clean some things up, yep. and got to find a way to bounce back after a, a tough loss yesterday. Certainly. Yeah, Eric, you know, we've talked a lot this season about the turnover margin, how important it is to win that in these games. And, you know, we saw this team do that throughout that five game win streak. But, you know, the Broncos, they finished minus three in that category on a Sunday. And I feel like that was a big reason why they weren't able to get the win in Houston. Yeah, definitely. Um, certainly the Broncos turnovers uh, themselves were, were a big reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the tipped interception that, that essentially gives Houston a free touchdown there. Right. Um, was a big one. The Broncos were able to battle back from the second interception. Uh, the, the defense comes up with another stop. And then obviously the, the interception, the end zone at the end of the game mm-hmm. ends things. Um, right. And there there was that big swing where uh, Jaquan McMillan forces a fumble from C.J. Stroud, a strip sack, yeah. and Jonathan Cooper's kind of got the ball in his hands, and somehow it, it's got a weird spin on it. It squirts free. Mm-hmm. They're not able to get it. Um, and again, right after that is when Russell Wilson throws his first interception that leads to points. So yeah. instead of worst-case scenario, it's 16-13, even if the Broncos just kick a field goal there, um, you know, maybe they score a touchdown and go up 17-16, taking over around the 30-yard line. Instead of that, you they punt it away. Russ throws the pick. 
And uh, a few plays later, I believe it's 23 to 10. So you're, you're right back in that 13-point hole. Um, so, yeah, the, the turnovers had an impact certainly on the game. What I will say is that there's been talk about, hey, this defense cannot win games without takeaways. Mm-hmm. And what I saw from the team is that after a first half and really a first quarter where there are some coverage breakdowns, the Texans hit some big plays, I think a pair of 50-plus yard passes yeah. in the first quarter. After that, they really settled down. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the second half, for, forced four punts, got pressure on C.J. Stroud, brought some creative blitzes, um, got after him a little bit. And they didn't need takeaways to have a, a good, a good solid performance. Right. Um, now, certainly a short field, I think, would have helped given the, the struggles the Broncos' offense had at times. Mm-hmm. But they did their job even without the takeaways. And so in some ways, I was really encouraged by the defensive performance yeah. in the second half because that's a good offense, mm-hmm. especially throwing the ball. They've uh, had a lot of success. And the Broncos showed that even without takeaways, they were able to slowing them down and limiting them um, to, to few points there. Um you know, in the late stages of the game. So I was impressed from that aspect of the defensive performance, even without the takeaways. But mm-hmm. uh, offensively, certainly, Russell Wilson said that out of the game, after the game, I've got to be cleaner. I've got to play uh, cleaner football. And um, yeah, if you turn the ball over three times, it's going to be hard yeah. to make that up. Definitely, yeah. Defense certainly kept them in the game. Eric, focusing on an offense here, I know there was a lot of talk today just about the team's, really their inability to convert on third down uh, in Houston so what did you see kind of in terms of that and what do you think will be key to kind of turning that around yeah it was interesting that um you know it wasn't like they were in third and long a lot it actually was a lot of manageable third down situations Mm -hmm. and yet they go oh of 11 um I mean I think Sean Payton said it well on Sunday that there's several different reasons why it happened um there's some times where maybe there's communication breakdown there's pressure uh, the ball doesn't go where it needs to go um you know, a couple of times Broncos ran the ball on kind of these thirds and shorts and weren't mm-hmm. able to convert there. Yeah. Um, and then other times, you know, later in the game, especially the Broncos knew they had two plays. So kind of use a third down to get just a little bit closer. Um, but but the Broncos execution just has to be better there. Sean Payton said the third down plan needs to be better. They need to spend more time on that and make sure it's up to the standard they need it to be at. They've got to be certainly O of 11. Um, it would have been remarkable if the Broncos could have won the football game yeah. despite being 0 of 11 on third down. So mm-hmm. that's got to be better. Um, and you've got to find a way to sustain drives. Even when the Broncos scored yesterday, it was chunk plays, right? It was the the long one to Cortland Sutton. It was mm-hmm. a 41-yard pass to Jerry Judy and then a you know quick sneak by Russell Wilson. There there wasn't the sustained drives that we're used to seeing with this team. Um, and... Listen, there's going to be games where you struggle, but you've got to find a way to, to grind out some drives, and um, I'm sure third down will be a big point of emphasis this week. Yeah, Eric, there was also, you know, pass protection was a big topic of conversation today too, and, you know, we've seen kind of some inconsistencies from the offensive line in that regard throughout the season, but what did you see from them on Sunday? Yeah, well, one, Will Anderson just played a really good game. Yeah, he um, did. He's t- a talented kid, mm-hmm. top three pick for a reason. Yeah. Um, he, he kind of set the tone early with that deflected punt and right. then – you know, obviously has a couple of sacks, a lot of quarterback hits, hurries. He was all over the place. Um, I think if you look at how Russ played and how the passing game in general went, right. when the Broncos used play action, it, it mm-hmm. actually was very efficient. Okay. Um, I think Russ's passer rating was like 140-something and um, yeah. had a bunch of yards, had the touchdown. Um, that kind of makes sense, right, when you think about what the Broncos do well, which is run the football, mm-hmm. and then if you can simulate that and – you know, maybe it's Javante um, helping out as an extra guy to double team 
one of the, the better edge rushers and, yeah. and make a clean pocket that Russ mm-hmm. can step up in and throw, um, that's where the Broncos had success. So we'll see. I, I would think if the Broncos try to improve on what we saw yesterday. It would involve getting back to the ground game, some of that play action passing. And, um, you know, there are times where Sean Payton talked about the pocket breaks down too quickly. There's other times where it's okay, but maybe Russ gets outside a little bit too early. So it's not just one thing mm-hmm. to point to. I think Mike McGlinchey said it well when he mentioned that all 11 guys on offense have to be better yeah. um, in order to succeed. And, and certainly yesterday wasn't up to the standard that they want to be at. Eric, I know head coach Sean Payton, he described uh, the game yesterday as sloppy in his terms. And, you know, I think he contributed a lot of that just a lack of communication. So, you know, with three road games still remaining on the schedule here, how important is that to just get that all ironed out? Yeah, they've got to figure it out. And um, I don't know exactly what the the process is there, you know, spending time on it in practice, simulating the crowd noise, uh, making sure, you know, just buttoned up in terms of making the calls, those sorts of things. Uh, but, yeah, Sean Payne did say it's a little troubling at this point in the year that you're still having those issues, uh, but got to find a way to fix it in fast, right? Because we've got a road game this week that in terms of the AFC playoff standings, it's pretty much a must win. Mm-hmm. Um, the Broncos have not won an AFC West road game in, in several years, so they've got to find a way to buck that trend, um, communicate well from a protection standpoint, if it's with the receivers, making sure they, sure they know, you know what what's the shift, what's the motion on this play. Um, and, and just being in a good spot there. Now, what I will say is that the Broncos got better as the game went along and they fought back. And, mm-hmm. you know, had that game gone another 10, 15 minutes, it would not surprise me to see the Broncos come out on top. I think, yeah. you know, the Texans went up 10 nothing at the end, by the end of the first quarter. And mm-hmm. Broncos just put themselves in too big of a hole to come back from. Um, but I think as the game went along, the Broncos outscored the Texans there in the second half. Um, you know, and they were just able to find more success both defensively and offensively, mm-hmm. even if it still wasn't perfect. And so part of me just wonders, was it something about the early kick that it just, yeah. you know, had an impact? Um, but certainly, you know, got another kick this coming week. That's 1 p.m. local time. It'll feel like 2 o'clock back here, but you've got to find a way to be ready to go. And, uh, you know, just kind of as, as we talk about the offense here, the second half starts obviously a big thing too right where the Broncos have scored just once on their opening drive of the Mm -hmm. second half Sean Payton's considering putting in a script that he uh, builds at halftime just to try to help with the efficiency there Mm -hmm. but um yeah they got to find a way to get going and uh points they're at a premium here in in the month of December and Mm -hmm. Broncos have to find a way to get a few more of them yeah as head coach Sean Payton said you know the margin of error is pretty slim now with just five weeks remaining so Eric what do you think the I guess mindset or just mentality is for the rest of the season not that many games left. Not that many games left. Five games left. I, I think it's good, and I think the schedule, you know, it's all about, you know, I think overall it's it's favorable enough, and, and you look yeah. at the schedule and you think, okay, the Broncos probably need to go 4-1 and one here to make the playoffs, right. and, and they probably, you know, can't afford for one of those losses to be to an AFC, AFC team. team, and so mm-hmm. basically, you know, it's either go 5-0 and oh or, or lose in Detroit maybe, you know, obviously hope that doesn't happen, and the Broncos yeah. go 5-0 and oh and put it out of the – the hands of the tie break, but, mm-hmm. um, but none of that can happen unless you go out and you win this one. And it's again, yeah. a divisional road game, which the Broncos mm-hmm. haven't won since 2019. Right. Um, it's a talented team still. And, you know, we'll talk much more about them later in the week, but mm-hmm. the Broncos just have to be at their best. And if you get this one, 
and then maybe you go and, and you find a way to upset Detroit because I'm sure that'll be a, a crazy environment, a Saturday night game. Sure. Um, you know, can you then come back for this last three-game stretch and you get the Patriots at home, mm-hmm. get the Chargers at home? You know, can you find a way to get to nine and seven through that stretch even and then um, just have kind of that, that last week against the Raiders, Raiders. And, and hopefully get a win and, and put yourself in contention? Yeah. But a lot of this is, again, looking ahead, right? You've got to make sure that – Guys, I think, still have the confidence they need, which is good. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this. We talked about it yesterday. Despite playing about as poorly as they possibly could on offense mm-hmm. at times, despite the, the first half struggles on defense, they still had a chance from the eight-yard line, three chances from the eight-yard line to win this football game. And so right. I think that can help a team's confidence almost. That, sure. They hey, could have won this game. Yeah, we yeah. didn't play anywhere near our ability, and yet we were still in it. Yeah. And so if we do play, um, you know, that's a good point. Even it doesn't even have to be perfect, but just better mm-hmm. up to our standard. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be in position to win these football games, but uh, despite that confidence, they they now have to go do it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll have a full week of practice here before they head out to LA. Eric, appreciate you joining the show. You got it, Sid. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Broncos Now, Broncos Country. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another episode. I will see you all then.